Welcome. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable, and we're coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station 2. My name is Caroline Oceana Ryan. I'm an author and channeler, and I'm here with my brilliant co-host, psychic medium and soul historian Omina McGee, energy healer Randy Miller, our uh, Faction 3 White Knights, Rama Arjuna, and Tara Green, and our panelists, Micah Green and Penny Christofferson. So we will hear all the news updates from our co-hosts in a bit. We do encourage people to call into the show if you've got a question for any of the co-hosts, just a general comment or question, could be about Nassara Law, could be about our discussion tonight. This is just going to be a newsy, informative, and discussion kind of uh, situation here. So please do call in. The numbers to call for Station 1 are 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831. And that's 323-744-4831. That would be, of course, for U.S. and Canada. So we always start off with a short meditation. Now, um, I don't know if our friend Omina would like to do the meditation. Otherwise, sure. I'm happy to. Would you like to do it, sweet? That yes, would be great. Yes, I would. We love your meditation. So thank you so much. I'll hand that talking to you. You're very welcome. Okay. And welcome, everybody. And tonight I'm going to do a meditation on the conscious mind because our conscious mind constantly messes with us. It lies and it cheats and it tells us what we're thinking is wrong. And it's just a part of ourselves that is driven by the ego. And oftentimes it stops us from listening to our higher self and also gaining the wisdom that we need to gain as we grow on a soul level. So for everyone, just get very relaxed. And begin to observe how your thoughts drift in and out when you're trying to do a meditation on your daily worries and other distractions, daydreaming, falling asleep, These are all ways that the conscious mind distracts you from your goal. If your mind flows into worries and fears, don't pay any attention to them. Merely observe them. See if you can step outside, observe them as an interest, and note how your body reacts to it. Your muscles might get tense. You might even get angry. You might do a lot of things. Hopefully nothing harmful to yourself. But anyway, you allow the stress that you have created in your body. You mentally visualize the stress as a very thick black oil. And as you're doing that, visualize the white light above your head. Watch it pour over you, all over your body. Pushing, and it's pushing this black oil down. And out into the earth, right through your feet, out into the earth. And you continue that as you observe. If you have worrisome thoughts and comprehend any kind of bodily reaction, until you feel you've had enough. Your body will tense and relax many times doing this. And that's good because you're loosening things up. If you have to tighten it all up, then now 
then allow it to go into a ragdoll mode. So you consciously relax again and allow yourself to recognize how your conscious mind prevents you from true relaxation. Take several deep breaths and with each breath allow yourself to relax more and more deeply. And just allow yourself to contemplate many new realizations that you may have discovered about yourself. And repeat them to yourself and you'll work them for the betterment of self. Breathe deeply three or four times. Return your mind to the bright light above your head. Visualize it and allow yourself to work or begin to work on your new discoveries. You made them much discover when you allow yourself to concentrate on your higher self and that beautiful bright light. You might find yourself drifting aimlessly, daydreaming or sleep, and you have to constantly bring your mind back to your body. And recognize that your mind, conscious mind, may have taken control. Don't be angry with yourself or berate yourself in any way. Breathe deeply and pay attention to any tense areas that you may have manifest and ask yourself why. Why do you have tension in your shoulders, back of your neck, down your back, your legs, your feet, your mid, your the middle part of your body? And as you observe all of that, you consciously ask your higher self to release the tension by attuning one more to the white light and watch the tension lead through the soles of your feet. And now you can visualize a safe haven that you like to be. Could be a room, could be music. You could be out in the field with the sunshine on you. You could be at the ocean. Whatever it is that brings you peace of mind and safety. And then you allow your lower self to absorb all that beautiful healing energy that this place gives you. And give your mind permission to daydream just for a little bit for facing the truth. And with regular practice, you will find yourself able to say, stay in a concentrated state where you can explore yourself more fully and where you have more time. If you do not fall asleep, and please don't, gently return to a full waking consciousness and write your findings down. If you do fall asleep, write your dreams down for future reference interpretation. If you can do this every time you feel your whole body tensing up, visualize that beautiful white light, putting all that heavy black oil out of your body through your feet into the earth. And allow yourself to be able to totally, totally relax. And with that, I pass the talking stick.
Amen. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Omina. Sorry, trouble unmuting. Thank you so much. Really beautiful and very important right now. And I, I'm finding meditation is pretty much just saving my bacon these days. Um, so much going on in the world. So I'm going to pass that talking stick over to uh, Rama and Tara, and they can um, start with, I guess, actually, we can do the energy updates. And um, I'll give that over to them. So uh, Ram and Tara, I'll pass the talking stick to you. And you can just ask everybody for their energy updates. My update is that it's exhausting and crazy out there. <laughs> okay. Um, you know. Absolutely not. Yes. <laughs> Very, we're definitely being stretched. And we're definitely in a phase of you better release that if you're going to move on. You know, that's um, that's how I'm feeling. So, yeah. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thank you, Caroline. And yes, we all say ditto to that. Yeah. Oh. Um, you want to say something, but I can just say that this past week has been a doozy. <laughs> and um, it has been exhausting, exhilarating. And every day, I am seeing the fifth dimension being fully anchored in this realm right here, whether I'm outside with the deer or in a store or in the car, I am seeing the geometric patterns in my face. And like I was telling Tara, I'm seeing little faces of the beings, the of the five elements, like the pixies, the gnomes, the fairies, the undines, the salamanders, and all these little tiny little faces, I could say, that are popping out of the woodwork. And um well, some of them are very big fairies, too. Some of them are very big fairies. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever saw a movie, it was called Cool World with... Um, oh, yes. Uh, it was a Ralph Bakshi movie, and it was animated and live film. And it was about a guy who actually uh, had an accident in the time frame and it was like in the tw 30s 20s somewhere in there and he went through a portal and he ended up in um an alternate universe where everybody was a doodle or a tune cartoons and he was fluctuating between the real world and the cartoon world I am seeing that in real time here and now, not cartoons, but I'm seeing all the various beings in this realm interacting with us as from another realm, from another realm, as all these folks are interacting with us as we go about our daily lives. And every now and then I'm seeing like these super bright psychedelic colors 
cover the land, cover the cars, the people. And it's kind of unnerving, but I'm seeing it just the same. And it's telling me that the the physical reality is shifting. The, the physics of this realm is shifting because it can no longer sustain the old timeline of samsara and war and hate and death. It's just uh, time's up, as Michael Moore said a while ago. And these beings are coming in, whether, you know, we're ready for it or not, because the fifth dimension is here. And um, I've been having these kind of like strange thoughts and experiences of um, how this realm is changing right now by these energies and the beings that are coming in are shifting our timeline, whether we like it or not, whether we know it or not, because it is time. And the old paradigm cannot sustain itself any longer. This is why I go through periods of crying and sobbing and sitting out in the world, talking to the universe, looking at what's going on in Gaza and Russia and other places of the world. And just got to send more love to each situation and not get caught in the Maya of it because it is quite devastating as you you know experience it and um, I have no way to describe what is going on in the Middle East except systematic ethnic cleansing and It is courtesy of the United States and Israel, and um, it is to turn Gaza into a parking lot. And uh, you took that from a song somebody sang at Woodstock. Oh no! Um, (laughs) I mean, it was a much you know, it was a much lighter song. Joni Mitchell, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. It was from the song Big Yellow Taxi. Right. But <laughs> yeah. it's not funny what's not going on. funny at all. This is you know, genocide. And um just like Roger Waters said last week with Abby Martin, and we are part and parcel of it and place the violet fire. I have no way to describe it except we we are attached in the sense of the uh, so-called um, our government, whatever you want to call it. I mean, uh, I don't know what to call it other than it is not in our name, yet it is being done with our taxpayer dollars. And, and in our name, even And though. in our name. And oh. if I had a way to, you know, step up and talk to 
President Joe Biden, I would, yet uh, I don't think that's my call. So the King of Swords and others know how to take care of that kind of stuff. Yeah, what I, I know that the reportings I've been listening today are saying that President Biden's being pressured really, really hard. He is. Um, there was um, Bernie Sanders has come just about short of saying, you know, I mean, he has not actually said we need a ceasefire now, but he has almost said it. And and he also said it's totally immoral what we're doing over there. Yeah, and the relationship between him and Joe Biden is not good at this time. Because? Because, you know, the holographic president, Joe Biden, is being led around by the nose by his, uh, you know, Black ops controllers, that's the best way I can put it. Right. Yeah, and place of violent fire, each moment it's difficult to comprehend how deep this story goes. And it is the original story of what happened when extraterrestrial folks came, invaded, and occupied the Tigris and Euphrates River. I have to bring it back to that story of, you know, Enki and Enlil and Sumeria. Meaning fallen angels occupied. Yes, fallen angels like Dr. Greer and others. They, They were extraterrestrials. They played like gods, you know, and I've been, you know, the story of Abraham, Abraham, Abraham was half Anunnaki and half Homo sapien human. I'm not sure what to call him at the time. Homo erectus. Uh, yet. Well, he was, he was appeared to by the God of the Old Testament. Yeah, which was called Yahweh or Jehovah. And that was the Enki and then Will story. And this is what... Um, yeah, Jehovah was Enki and Lucifer was Enlil. Enlil. And, and Enlil was a little nicer to the people than Enki in the time. Uh, yet, yeah, but uh, he always played games with the Right. Things. How many degrees of... Let uh, me show you my world. I, right, the like, kingdom. Like, yeah, like he owns it. No, no, no. And this is where we're at at this time, that these stories like Graham Hancock has been talking about and so many other folks and... I've had these experiences of talking to the galactic beings. What if the asteroid didn't hit the Earth? What if somehow that had been averted and Maldek did not get destroyed way back when and we didn't have the conflict that we had way back when. What would have happened and evolved with this planet? And the answers I've gotten is that, in a certain sense, we all 
asked to be here at this time to go through this, to see it through to its completion. Because we asked to be here as an, a learning experience as Ascended Masters and insane and crazy as it sounds, we asked to show up here and experience it in loving color. And, um, Grace Violet Fire, I pass the talking stick. Well, I wanted to just share something that was on the readout tonight. We were talking just a little bit way ago about pressure on on the United States, in particular on President Biden. And um, it goes like this. Back here in the United States, pressure is growing on the White House to call for a ceasefire. Today, more than 500 staffers from over 140 Jewish organizations that's a lot. Yeah. Across this country, signed on to an open letter to President Biden calling for a permanent ceasefire and the return of all hostages. Um, uh, writing in part, quote, many of us have devoted our lives work to building thriving Jewish communities. We know there is no military solution to this crisis. We know the Israelis and Palestinians are here to stay. Neither Jewish safety uh, pal or Palestinian liberation can be achieved as they are pitted against one another. So I just thought that was a powerful statement and I wanted to put it into the record on this show, everybody. And there was another little piece that was interesting. Um, uh, this was on the readout too. So as we want to, uh, a person, I don't even, even know the person's name, but uh, Joy had him on the show and it does, it's not important. What I wanted to do is focus on what was being said. So as we want to fight against bigotry and discrimination, let us also recognize the profound bigotry that exists against Palestinians among those same members of Congress who were preaching to those university presidents, you know, about what they should do to stop their students from uh, you know, doing whatever they're doing. Those members of Congress, the Republicans especially, do not believe that Palestinians have the right to live in freedom. They do not believe the Palestinians have the right to live in equality. They do not care as Palestinians are killed in vast numbers, they do not care one whit um, as Palestinians are being killed in vast numbers. That is bigotry on its face. 
So let's um, maintain, as Caroline was saying, you know, this state of meditation. You can go through your day and hold that state of, you might say, a place in our minds and our hearts, which is a by the work we're doing, we're praying peace. And it it takes a while. And I just wanted to say that happy birthday to Micah. Happy Today birthday, is Micah's Micah. birthday. And he turned 39. Happy birthday, Micah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting up there. Good grief. Happy birthday, Micah. <laughs> Pretty old. <laughs> That's that's ancient. <laughs> yes, my God. I know you're being polite and just listening, but we you can say something as you care to. He's too busy uh, eating birthday thank cake. You very much, everyone, for your lovely birthday wishes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh and before you leave, uh maybe I'll call on you next, but I want to say a few more things. Micah asked me to do his numerology for this year. So that, first of all, uh, Spirit told me, Micah, look on the internet and find out everything you can find out or go to the library and learn about who St. Germain and the Violet Flame is because you've got two sevens in your birthday this year. This year. Mm-hmm. It's, the, you know, at 2023, the year adds up to a seven. And then the day is a seven. And then, of course, a 12, it gets reduced to a three. And of course, then you got to learn everything you got to, that you can possibly learn about who Lord Katumi is, is because he's on the third ray of wisdom, divine wisdom and uh, discernment. That word, learn a lot about the word discern, discern what you're going to say or think, discern what you're going to do. I think of that monkey, that uh, the three monkey. Hear no evil, see no evil. Hear no evil, speak no evil. Speak no evil. And then. And the fourth monkey, just interrupt, says, I got it all on tape. (laughs) That's right. That is funny. I love it. Never heard that before. It doesn't speak. It doesn't speak the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) There's also um, there's also the of that fourth monkey uh, is saying, "Do no evil, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, do no evil." So. And and he's got it on tape. And he's got it. On tape. <laughs> Thank you, Omina. You're always finding ways for us to lighten up, huh? Well, we need to lighten up, don't we? I mean, yeah. every day I work on lightning. I just have a natural wit. That's all I can tell you. You surely do. That I totally. I have been witness. How many years now? Gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't count years. No. Who counts? It's only a number. Exactly. How are you feeling, Randy? I'm not doing too bad. I had a three-hour 
absolute knockout cat nap this afternoon. I was just whacked right out. Oh, good. They're wonderful, aren't they? Yeah, the only time it takes is, you you know, you don't know where you went, and it takes a while to come back. I yeah. totally agree. I was out all day. I came home, and I just had to lie. Sometimes I just have to lie flat, yeah. and I did, and I passed out and woke up probably an hour later, and no idea. I probably could have kept sleeping. It's good to get extra rest now, even if you are well, you know, uh, oh, it's good to get extra rest. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like... Yeah. Very important. How in the world's name does the higher realms and all the masters expect us to survive all this? Yeah, that's what I've been asking them. Well, really, you know, <laughs> does it get worse? Get yes. more intense than this? Yeah, especially the ones that have never been on the earth. Yeah, exactly. They that's, don't have a clue. That's my biggest argument. You people yeah. have no idea. You're not in a body. Yeah, exactly. Your reality is very And a lot of the ours. ones that have been in the body is forgotten. Yeah, yeah, exactly And when right. they say stuff like that, you know. And, what and, and what happens? Do they go, nya, 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 yes? No, this? they don't. They just smile. <laughs> they just That's remain just patient. Bad. They, <laughs> they just remain smile. patient. <laughs> they just yeah. smile because the smile is full of wisdom as much as they is. Nobody put you there. You put yourself there. <laughs> you know oh my gosh yeah i know and i smile oh. back and say yep and it's for the last time yep well they don't mm-hmm. laugh at that anymore they used to laugh at that not anymore all right then maybe they, they believe you said, now well they probably said she finally gets it yeah yeah <laughs> so omina you you kind of scarfed up the talking stick here is there something more now that you have talking stick that you would like to share with all of us. You want me to break the talking stick? Oh, uh, <laughs> I guess you can do what you want with it. I can't stop you. <laughs> you want me to bilocate and hit you with it? <laughs> oh. That would I be thought, fancy. <laughs> well, it'll be a feather hit. Oh, Mina. Okay. Oh, Mina. Oh, Mina. Scarf means to swallow whole. Well, I'm not going to do that. Well, I just thought you should know what it means. <laughs> That's why oh I was going goodness. to come out there and hit her with it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But anyway, you did pass it. Pay-per-view, 1995 per hour. The fight starts at 7. Say that again, Randy. I said the pay-per-view fight for Amina and Tara with oh. the talking stick starts at 7 p.m. Listen to me. All I'm going to do is sit there in the chair and do a meditation. That won't be much fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) So save your money. Are you going to be the referee, Randy? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to be the ringmaster. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So is that your... um... Is that your energy report, Omina? That um, no. Okay. Uh, continue yeah. on then. It's yours, talking stick. My Michael will be next. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, the only thing I can think of to say around with all this crazy energy going on and all the vicarious trauma that we all experience with what's going on in uh, the Gaza Strip and Israel. My huge fear around this, and I pray all the time, 
blessed and send Jesus Christ I told you is already in Israel that it, it, it's yeah. frightening for me to think that the Israelis who were tortured by Hitler is turning into Hitler. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that's, that's a great disturbance that's so for, for many souls. Yeah. I don't watch the news when they're showing all of that because I'm too sensitive in terms of picking up on energies and, and I just, I visualize the souls leaving the earth because of the tragedy and what joy it is for them. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Because it is a joy for them. They have, they have lots of ancestors and lords and ladies and love welcoming them, especially the children. It breaks my heart totally watching the children yeah. and the suffering watching each other being killed and also watching their parents it's just it's an yeah. atrocity that's what it is it is and all i can do is send lots of love and lots of light on their journey if they're leaving this earth because i don't know where they're going if they're staying there's nowhere for them to go yeah so every time we see that we need to remember this is just a small part of our soul's journey because we're in the physical body we think it's the whole part no it's not it's a small little part and the joy of returning home is what i don't care what color you are what banner you live under whatever it is the journey is still going to be the same on your way home yeah you know so and not allow the energies to come in through your tv and Destroy your day. Don't watch it. Just concentrate on, I don't care who your higher power is. Get your higher power to bless everyone. Get your higher power to get God to bless them. That's what I do. God bless them all. Because I don't know where the genetic code comes for, for, for territorial. It's from the animal world. Look at animals. They're very territorial. They'll kill each other without thinking. Lions, for God's sake, eat the cubs if they're not theirs. We do the same thing. I'm hoping and hoping and praying that when is the energy going to turn to that beautiful, wonderful, peaceful energy that I go into every night when I'm going to sleep? I still wake up exhausted. And I don't know why. And I'm not even going to ask why. I'm just going to keep moving and keep going and keep doing. That's all. Have my cup of tea, have my cup of coffee, and just be funny. I pass the dog and stick. Mm, wonderful. Thank you, Omina. Oh, thanks, Omina. Okay, we got our refreshment for the evening. Um, and, uh, Okay, Micah, I'm going to pass this talking to you now. And I was on, I was saying about your numbers. Let's go back there. Um, so December is a 12, so we reduce that to a 3. And then the 7th, so 7 and 3 is 10. And then 2023 adds up to another 7. So 10 and 7 is 17. And seven and one is eight. And that number 
it's a manifester. <laughs> and uh, remember, we talked about this, Micah, I think, and I can share it. We talked about it to everybody else. We have something called the Four Musketeers, which is Mother Beckman, Michael, Archangel Michael, Metatron, and J.J. Hurtak and his wife, well, J.J. Hurtak in particular, uh, had a contact with Metatron, and Metatron channeled through J.J. Hurtak the whole book called The Keys of Enoch. Mm -hmm. And I believe the second book as well. Pistis Sophia, which in English means faith in divine wisdom. So what I'm going to say to you is that of those four musketeers, Lord Maitreya, I always call him Maitreya Gold. In other words, the wisdom that um, Lord Maitreya can bring uh, with the four musketeers adding on to all of that is is it's worth its weight in gold. What I'm saying is gold takes a back seat, mm-hmm. you know. And and I was going to say this to everybody because what Rama and I have been working toward and talking about all these years, and our mission, and we we accepted it. We all said we'll do it. We will. Yeah. The King of Swords said, what about it? And what he told us is that you need to teach or facilitate other teachers to teach what Nassar is really about. I'm not going to say the necessarily the words, but we're shifting from a system, a global system, that has enabled a small elite group of people to become so wealthy that at the expense of the lives of people to the point of planning, you know, they planned this thing that's going on in Palestine and Israel. They planned it for at least a year. And and the news, and only Amy Goodman's the one that I heard it from. I didn't hear it from any other station. Maybe you heard it on BBC, BBC mm-hmm. uh, when you're out there in the world. When you listen to news from England, right? Yeah. Did you hear this say that um, both Netanyahu and, and President Biden knew a year ago? Yeah. That they, they were going they, to do this. They had planned this to a T, and it's and, the violent fire. I'm trying to keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, we 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 got to do that. We got to keep it. Yeah. Uh, at, at the thing is, is that I'm just going to say this. I know that everybody here knows this. I've said it so many times, but I'm going to say it again for the listening audience. And what I'm saying is that. Hamas was a planned deep state operation of the United States deep state. And they planned that for the whole year, too. So those guys are being paid to do the Hamas thing 
from the time of October 7th to the now moment. And they've been paid with United States people's tax dollars to do it. Now, that's really an atrocity as Omina brought that word up. I'm going to use it again. Because the entire tax dollars of the American people has paid for this to happen. Which means that even though the people don't know, they have not been informed. They are banking on uh, figuring out what to tell the people. And they're banking on the people to just take it, you know, like blindly accept whatever the news says. And we are here, every single one of us, to say that we're here to tell you that there's um check in your heart. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, if as I were going to have asked you tonight, I'm so glad Caroline uh asked you to do the meditation. Thank you, Caroline, for opening. That's great. Um but mm-hmm. I was I was just gonna say that one of the things, Omina, that I was thinking of asking you is that as you were to do a meditation that would include for the sake of our DNA, a meditation for the sake of our DNA. Our DNA was not designed to kill for profit. And the elites have tried to redesign us to accept that it's okay to kill for profit. Can I say something about that? Yes, please, please. I This is my take on it. On You have the differences in the difference DNA, and you have the killing one, and you have the ones that don't want it. I think that the ones, um, the killing DNA are from other planets that infiltrated Earth to control its inhabitants. And they have no emotional body or no consciousness at all. Yeah, I agree. That's what I believe. And and that's the difference between the human soul and what other ever souls are out there, if they even have souls, because they sure don't act like they do. But I think that they're from and they're from other planets. That's my take on it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense. I think they consider us to be weak little gerbils and hamsters that we have emotions and that we're manipulated by them. No, um, I don't think that they you know? think that at all. I think that they think that this is going to sound really, really strange. It's coming into my head. I think they think that they, if they kill us, that they'll inherit what we have emotionally and, and spiritually. Oh, well, our life force energy, they've been harvesting for thousands of years. Well, I think, yes. Yeah, yeah yes. but I think that's what they want. Yes, all right. And yeah. it's never yeah. going to happen because that's yeah. not the way it works. But yeah. I think that's the motivating factor yeah. that um, it looks so many different things on, on the surface, but the core issue is a totally different thing altogether. And mm-hmm. it's I don't know how that's going to get eradicated. It has to be true growth or leave the planet. I mean, they really want to take over the planet. That's the problem. 
Oh, and, they, and pretty much have on many levels, but they've yeah. been held back. They've been held in check, at least somewhat, by benevolent. Well, they need collectives. to be eradicated. Sure, they need to get the heck out. They need to be pulled off of their self-made throne. And I feel that that is happening. Um, and boy, you know, and Rama has been very clear with us for a while now that they're not going to go out without a fight, without kicking well, and screaming. And that's what this slaughter of these innocent people is about. When I go on the other side and I'm an ascended master, I'm going to be a warrior and I'm going to be fierce. Oh, you might already be one. What is your soul uh, type? or? Whatever? I'm a warrior soul. Yeah. I think yeah. you told me I was one as well. Um, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. No, I think you're a scholar soul. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> don't confuse me. <laughs> well, that would explain a great deal. <laughs> Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? That's funny. But um, while we're on that issue, and I know Randy has an energy update, so we don't want to skip over that. Okay. And everyone else's as well. But I would be interested to hear everybody's comments, including any of the listeners, on how you deal with, how we deal with the utter shame and horror over the fact that it's our tax dollars supporting this slaughter. I I don't know know where to look. I would strongly suggest that we don't take on the shame. Yes, I know it. I know it. Yeah. It's just that I've lived in other countries, you know, and you come from another country. And the, yeah. boy, it's a particularly in the UK, it's a huge pastime in Britain, not so much in the north of Ireland, but which is technically supposed to be part of the UK. But in terms of Britain, mm. especially in England, it's a huge pastime to point out how evil we are and how our military has torn up the world as if the British never did anything of the sort. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Let's, 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 not, let's not go there. But remember, <laughs> what you want to remember about the United States, it's a very young country run by adolescent souls. Yes, yes. Okay. So you have very young souls. You have the toddler souls who are all yes. the religious right people or left people, whatever, where they are in there. And then you have the adolescents running the country. So we're not, they're not mature. They're not mature people, and they don't want to listen to the mature leaders. I don't even know where we have a mature leader. I really don't. I haven't seen them flying yet. Maybe Miss Cheney. I think I'd, I'd vote yes. for her if she ran, because she's mature. She's got integrity. You know, there are a couple of them sprinkled in there. But this is a very young country that is very easy father for others to take over from other planets. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Oh, yes. Think about it in that sense. Yes. So, you know, and, and you have that infiltration from quite a few planets because they're going to scare them into joining them because they're not wise enough how to defeat them. Go ahead, Randy. Thank you, Amina. I totally agree with you about these beings that are from another place that have infiltrated Earth. But you have to understand something about that kind of a soul. It knows nothing but war. It has no compassion. It has no empathy because it's never been in that state. They are total 100% warriors. And in their mind and in their soul, they're doing the right thing. That's all they know. Killing, maiming, destroying, that's fine for them. The problem is, 
they're going to get run out because the universe isn't going to allow this anymore. Why? Because the inhabitants of this planet Earth, all the rest of us, have decided enough is enough. Now, the moment you go to a rally and protest and scream and yell and hold a sign, all you're doing is feeding these people energy. Mr. Cash was asked last night about all the dying people because of the war in Israel, Palestine, and everything. He went totally silent for about a minute, and he said, the best thing that you can do for all these souls is send them love. That will fix everything. Those are my last words. Yeah. Because we're watching what we're watching. We're watching actors called politicians, governments, MPs. They're playing roles. They go on TV and they have their debates and they do this and they do that. And they're acting. They are playing an agenda that's been fed to them because they are greedy people. They're controllers. At least they think they are. They love the ego of being there thinking that they're in control. But what's happening in a lot of governments all over the world is certain MPs are standing up and say, no way, I'm not taking that. There's an MP here in Ottawa the other day. He just said, ah, what are we doing? I can't remember, but he called Trudeau a liar. And the Speaker of the House said, are you going to rescind that statement? You can't use that word here. He said, no, it's the truth. He's a liar. He went on and on and on. And, you know, calm. He wasn't cool and collective, but he kept repeating it. So that's one man standing up against all those other people. And, of course, all those parliaments and all those, that's just kabuki theater, one side against the other. It's just like in the 20s. We can't have a monopoly. Okay, let's create Texo and S. Texaco, Tex, Texaco and Exxon. Let's create Shell. It's the same people, folks, and they just created it between themselves. We can't have a monopoly, so we'll create Coke and Pepsi. And then, through the manipulation of, it began with silent films. Then they figured out how to do talking in the 40s. To the point of today, you can't watch a movie or a TV program without some kind of subliminal messaging there all the time, and they're getting better at burying and burying and burying and layers and layers and layers of indoctrination and everything. Your conscious mind may not see it, but your su- it's programmed for your subconscious to do exactly that. Now, already on certain things, there was a, uh, I think it was from Minnesota or Georgia, and a senator already announcing Nasara and Gisara. And the comment was, bullshit. The next comment was, all manipulated by AI. They took the real footage of what this guy was saying, and they manipulated the footage into telling what they wanted them to say. So that's the how far and how advanced the deep state is going to keep their agenda going. So the best thing I tell people to do, and I've said this for many years, 
throw your newspapers away, use them for kitty litter, throw the TV away. If you can find a decent channel that's got something decent on it, and I don't know if there is such a thing. I haven't known a TV for years. Because everything they do on that thing, it is not a television set. It's an entertainment device. That's what it is. They're doing the same thing in radio. They've been doing it for years. All the same thing. Unfortunately, and fortunately, you can see the people that are getting it. You go out, you interact with people, you say a couple words. They're smiling. They're kind of joking a little bit. They're getting this new energy. They don't know what to make of it, but they're in a better space. And that's what brings about the peace from within. We have to have it within us in order to broadcast it out when we're out and about. Because what we are is nothing more than a spiritual being having a physical experience. So we're bringing our higher wisdom, light, and energy from all the other places we've been as a soul, and we're bringing it down to this little old place here, this school of learning, because that's what it is. It's a place of learning for all souls. That's why there's millions and millions of ships. There's beings out there walking the yard, and I'm seeing beings. I look in the sky, and there's even more. Okay, well, I know they're here, but now they're becoming visible. And actually, even ordinary people are saying, I've seen some funny lights in the sky. Did you see that the other night? You're seeing them. So that means there is no more veil. The veil is gone. But you have to be calm enough to see it. You can't be in fear. And these warrior souls, they love to create the fear. Because for them, that's like us having a nice sit down to have a nice dinner. Because that's their dinner. So, mother, fire up the barbecue. I got lots of sauce. I got cases and cases of barbecue sauce for you to use. And lot also, we have to realize, what's going on here? Because two princes reported dead today. Prince Constantine of Liechtenstein and Prince Talal bin Abu Alitsis bin Bandor al-Saud of Saudi Arabia. So are these families taking these people out because they feel them as a threat? So you have to understand what we don't hear about is the wars within the families themselves. They're all broke. None of them have any money. They're running on their credit cards. And are the banks? What's happening with the banks? Take a look at uh, Mercola. He just put an article out of how, I think it was the Chase Manhattan Bank, closed all the accounts of him and all his CEOs and everything else. It's quite the read. I've already sent it to Penny. Because why would the bank close up? Because the bank is being told by certain organizations, you don't let that guy have da 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 So that's how they're going to control us is by taking away the money. It doesn't matter. Because once Nasiris declared, all of that stuff is absolutely, totally gonzo. Bit by bit, day by day, moment by moment. Don't worry about the clock. You should never live by a clock. Yes, if you have a job, you have to be there at 9 and go home at 5. But if you're not, 
Don't live your life. You're tying yourself down to the matrix by going into that. Go live by nature. Sleep when you're tired. Eat when you're hungry. Dance when it's time. I pass a talking stick. Oh, my God. You're very patient, Micah. Hold on here for a second. I wanted to address, Omina, what you were telling us about Liz Cheney. Because I think it's important to know what her values are. I think it is, you know, besides being mature, I think it's very important if you're going to vote because she's planning on running for president uh, in 2024. Um, So um, uh, someone on the Tom Hartman show called in today and asked, what do you think about a split ticket where Liz Cheney for president and a Democrat for vice president. And Tom Hartman answered it this way. He said, I think the ideological differences are too great. Liz Cheney wants to end Social Security for good. She wants to end Medicare and Medicaid for good. She wants to end most welfare programs for good. She is not a fan of the right to vote. She thinks the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq were great things that we did. And I would say that as you know her values uh, and being mature about them, I have a question about how could you value in a mature way, in a good way, um, the people that you would serve by running for president and want to end all these programs? I'm just saying I know that it would be a total disaster. Well, are you asking me? Well, I I could. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I can give you my opinion. I mean, first of all, she doesn't have the power. She doesn't have the law and power to do all of that. My understanding of the Medicare and how we get our Social Security checks, there's an awful lot of multimillionaires that are saying they don't need their their reform would be that I think there would be an income limit on who gets the checks. Like multimillionaires don't need the check. So theirs would go back into the pot. I mean, she, her motivation run is to stop Trump from getting in there because if he gets in there, he'll definitely be taken out. And because you're going towards a dictatorship. And I think that's her big main thing there. I think it's about reforming whatever programs they have, but they don't have, I still believe that we will not lose the House and the Senate, and they're the ruling, they really are the ones that are going to be ruling things. I think it'd be a great idea to have a one from each party, because that would show unification if you have two mature people, one being the president, one being the vice president. I mean, this country will do everything in its power, and they have, not to have a female president. 
They'll put up, they did put up Mr. Trump so they wouldn't have a female president. They'll do everything in their power. to. They do not want a female in power. That's true. So if you have, if they come up with a good Democrat and a good Republican that are mature and wise and use discernment, I mean, talk about, you know, talk about working together. If that worked, that would be the ideal. But I don't know if we're, if we're mature enough to be ideal yet. The power structure would never allow an alliance like that because it well, runs on separatism. Right. It runs on control and separatism. Yes. That's what it runs on. So, but you know, we can all, we can always put out the, the best foot forward. And, and uh, people will get to the point of where they just won't allow it. We have to trust in the people. They will do that. Okay, I'll pass it on to Steve. Okay, I just want, oh, Mina, before you pass the talking stick, um, you mentioned that this country has a lot of neophytes. You know, they're they're not mature they're not they're not mature souls no no so that giving and i would say that uh by saying that these two things in one voice that liz cheney's mature but she doesn't think that people should have the right to vote well that i never heard i mean that why would people not have the right to vote that doesn't even make sense in this country Liz Cheney is not a fan of the right to vote. She's already said it. Yes, but why? Do you know why that is? Yeah, I'd like to know why. Well, I guess we have to ask her. Well, I mean, she stands up for an awful lot of people's rights. So that has a little bit of, I don't know what it has, but it's a little bit different to, um, if you're standing up for people's rights, but you're saying you're not for the right to vote, how, how, what form of government is she thinking? I think she thinks that we don't need democracy. That's what I think when you say that you don't. You're but not she's a- going, she would like to run for president to stop Trump from being a dictator. So that's kind of contradictory in that sense, isn't it? It is, but she still wants to run for president for all these other reasons, too. She wants to get rid of the right to vote. She doesn't want that around. She doesn't want, in other words, to me, that means she's not interested in democracy. Well, I don't know what it means. I'm going to have to consult with my team. I'll consult with her on a soul level. Thank you. Thank you, Omi. Because over the years, over the years with all the new presidents, in my dream world, they all have come to me. So it really would be interesting to talk to her on a soul level. So I'm going to do that and find but, out what the root causes. I think that's great. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to say thank you be for great. sharing your, you have a, a real inner wisdom that well then we well if i get something that's worth sharing then i'll share it 
if I'm allowed to. Something yeah. I'm not allowed to share. Understood. Oh. Okay, so I guess what we can do is pass this talking stick back to you, Micah. Are you ready? Thank you, Tara, and uh, greetings to all of our listeners from around the cosmos and throughout the planet. Well, folks, I'm sure many of you can relate to some of the most intense energies ever experienced thus far on the beautiful Mother Gaia we have come to call our home. From sleepless nights to extreme swings in emotion, from crying to laughing and everything in between, just know in your hearts that this too shall pass and we will be more elevated and in a higher dimension than we were before this. Know that love is all there is and everything else is an illusion. We are co-creator gods and goddesses and need to know this deep within our soul. We've been lied to about almost everything from the day we were born. We are always connected to all that is and need to remember that we are one with the creator and everything in the universe. Stay grounded. <clears throat> Get out in nature with your bare feet on the ground even in the snow, if only for a couple minutes. At my last place <clears throat> up here in, uh, in rural British Columbia and the Kootenays, and then uh, I lived on a mountain for the last three years, and um, I had to use an outside shower. So... Uh, Here's what I found. Oh, yikes. In Canada? God bless you. I, I was trying to fix the plumbing on the inside, but um, no avail. So I could not, for the life of me, get the inside shower working. So, uh, you know, there was an outside shower that worked. And, and it's it was actually kind of a blessing in, in disguise because, you know, I, you have your bare feet on the ground. And you got to walk to and from the house from the shower, but it's hot water and it's outside and you're in nature. And anyhow, uh, I, I used it in the winter and I was walking on, on the bare, bare feet on the snow. And that's the first time I've actually done that in my life, I think, that I think about it, having my bare feet, uh, you know, outside in the cold in the snow. And... Uh, you know, you get a connection with the planet that way, however, and, and, you know, it's so profound to do that on a daily basis. Uh, even a few minutes having your bare feet connected to the earth, as opposed to having, you know, your, your shoes or all these things that, that are in between your feet and the ground. <clears throat> and you get more um, negative ions and from from touching your feet on the ground than than anything you could ever consume in your body it's anyhow uh so yeah it, you know in a way it was a uh, a blessing and and i was grateful to have my feet on the ground and uh you know even though i had to go out in the shower at least i had a shower right and so i was grateful for that 
and um you know uh i was grateful to have a shower and even more grateful to be able to connect to mother earth with my bare feet in the snow and that was after i spent a good solid hour in the wood stove sauna in the backyard and sweat out all the toxins and anything negative that may have festered in my body with an attitude of gratitude we can overcome the most difficult situations with grace and ease i am constantly in gratitude and thanks for all the blessings in my life no matter what may come my way and no matter what does come i will not allow myself to stoop to anything of lower vibration that could cause harm or obstruction from feeling love in all moments i send out more love to each and every one of you listening to this call tonight stay positive and know that many good things have yet to come the future is bright let's co-create peace on earth together and uh, something I learned from my mom is no matter what comes your way, always respond with uh, what's called PERTL, P-R-T-L, praise, respect, thank, and love each and every feeling that comes into your, into your environment and your, in your world. So also, uh, on another note, in Keshe Foundation news, uh, there's going to be a meeting with the soul of the lover on Friday, the 22nd of December, with the new pl space plasma technology as proven on the 16th of December in 2022. During the Keshe Foundation family Christmas plasma flight, man has reached the level where one can interact with his soul with the soul of its creator, without the intermediaries in whatever name, where one can be enlightened with the knowledge of the creator and its creations through, throughout one's soul. The goal of this session is to teach you how to love. We will create the conditions for you to learn how to give, how to become a lover, and how to start the process of giving without expectation to receive so that you can go in the space and become passengers of the universe. And uh, that's my report for the evening. And with that, I'll pass the talking stick back to Tara and Rama. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, Micah. Thank yes, you. happy birthday, Micah. Enjoy. Go up for another sauna outside. They're awesome when you do them saunas outside, aren't they? Oh, you got it, Randy. And what I had was a super blast to have uh, a hose that, uh, that was directly connected to the creek. And so it was cold water. You get super hot in the sauna. And then you just blast yourself with a whole bunch of cold water because you're so hot. You just like, it's so awesome. You feel grateful to have it. And, and that up. And that, man, it's so hot. Yes. Do you know how many people are paying to do that in a health spa that go oh. from the hot to the cold? Yeah, no kidding. And you have it because it's good for your immune system, and you have it right in your backyard, and it doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> that is remarkable. Now, that is gratitude with an attitude. <laughs> really wonderful. Yeah. Oh. I tell you. 
outdoor showers are phenomenal. Um, I'm a total, you know, uh, five-year-old, total marshmallow when it comes to dealing with cold. So standing in bare feet in the snow, um, I don't know if I can handle that, but um, of course it would be incredibly refreshing and renewing. Sure. Yeah. Well, just try it out, Caroline. You don't even have even 30 seconds, you know, and just yeah. to have that, that very brief connection with the planet through your feet right into your body is, is it's so profound. And it's, it's, there's a book, I think, can't remember the name. It's something about the keys to uh, immortality. And uh, they, they recommend three things. And that's one is having your bare feet on the ground. Uh, the other is being by a fire every day. And, um, and sweating every day, like, 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 like those three things are, uh, in that book that, that they say is the keys to immortality. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, the oldest thing in, in humanity is we've all sat around campfires talking for eons. Right. Yep. Well, Caroline brought up the word marshmallow, and that's what I remember, roasting marshmallows over a campfire. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marshmallows are big this time of year. <laughs> so thank you so much, Micah. Did everybody notice today in Zoom that you have an AI companion? No. Yeah, I pushed it, and this is what it says. Ask admin to enable AI companion. Use AI companion to ask questions, catch up on meetings, and more. No, I'm not on the AI bandwagon at all. Well, the thing is, I did something the other day. There are lots of different programs on the Internet where you can ask AI to draw a picture. Now, they've had these for about a year, but they're getting so good. A company in Britain took and went out and got 20 people and asked if they could use their pictures. They took the pictures of the 20 people, then fed those people's faces to the AI program, and then set the AI equivalent to the other one and had other members of the public try to figure out which one was the real person. And which one was the AI person? 75% of the people could not tell the difference. AI is getting in doing. Yep. This is, this is why you, know, you really have to question a lot of things they show you. Because real or is it fake? And you have to use your intuition. Just look at it. Sometimes I don't read the words. I just say, that's a fake immediately. And it's sad because there's pictures being posted. They're doing, especially, especially some of them love doing animals. And nice pictures, I'm sorry. Some animals don't do those things in nature with the picture depends. I pass the talking stick. Well, I think we need to ask Penny for her energy update, and then I really want to hear Rama's latest update, if we could 
if we could move into that, if that's okay with our hosts. Oh, absolutely. We've had quite an interesting journey today on the show. It's yeah. All, no rules tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, Penny, you, you asked to be less, and certainly you are. Here comes that cock talking stick. I thought I'd been uh, overlooked. My goodness. <laughs> I was having a hard time with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. I think it's time for you to hear what I have to say. I really do after listening to all of this. And um, I'm talking to not just to you guys, but I'm talking to all the listeners out there that have been listening to you guys. And I really want to make everybody aware of the wide range of positive news about the energies flood, flooding the planet and about potential outcomes. It's also from a very wide range of sources, in addition to what Rama and his friends, the White Knights, are going to tell you. And in fact, I know that what I'm going to say is leading straight into Rama's uh, stuff. So the comments that I'm bringing up tonight and are going to review are only from December the 1st until today. And that is only six or seven days. So there's a lot happening. And it's only a smidgen. I've only managed to, I've just covered a few things, really. So I chose to look at this material because I wanted us to take away the awareness and the positivity that comes with knowing that we are being watched over and guided and loved. Whether we know it or not, or acknowledge it or not, we have much to be grateful for, in addition to walking around in our bare feet in the snow, which we now have, by the way, just to throw in, we've got snow. And actually, Micah, I was thinking, what can I do to have an outdoor shower? And I think what I could do is disconnect some of the rainwater leaders from the roof and then just stand underneath the pipe when the melting begins. That was the best I could do for an outdoor shower. Anyway, it amused me to think of that. Anyway, so what what is um, um, powerful about the collection that I've chosen is the reference to the light with a capital L, to its source and strength, and to the outcomes of that light. And I am willing to bet that we know a lot more about this light and its power than most people on the planet, uh, for which knowledge we can dance and click our heels in delight, for we know the extremely positive outcomes in store for all of humanity on Earth, in the Milky Way galaxy, in our universe, and the universes beyond. It's like a great story. We've all heard of Bonnie Soratori. Her website is Spiritual Acceleration, and she does powerful work. She and Caroline do monthly programs about the energies. But the one I'm referring to is from Bonnie's YouTube today. She's on her own talking about December of this month, and she calls it Hopeful December. And she began by um, saying that with her eyes shut, that she's seeing ribbons of light pouring down on the earth and landing on hidden darknesses, both in the world around us and in our own individual subconsciousnesses, or the subconsciousness of a whole bunch of people on the planet. And it sounds like, from what you people were talking about, that we need this help. So uh, she sees these ribbons of light and they're coming down 
on the world around us and into us as individuals and uh, and into the higher, larger and higher levels of society and also into us as private people. She goes on to say that all of this is being dislodged and what she's been talking about was stuff like negativity, greed, prejudice, racism, hatefulness, genocide, othering, all that kind of stuff, which is reflected in all levels of our society and also in each of us as individuals, as I've heard people say tonight. She goes on to say that all of this is being dislodged and people are not sure what is happening. They only know they are changing somehow and are beginning to change their minds about things. And that's been referenced different times tonight as well. They can also see that the foundation of dodgy items like war in Gaza and Palestine and Ukraine are getting a darn good shaking. Likewise, for the former larger sources of discontent and discombobulation behind these wars. And also, again, for us as individuals. So there is great progress, thanks to the light. And that leads me to speak about Patico Robles and, and the writing that she did on December the 1st, and which I still haven't gotten my brain around, but nevertheless. Um, and there are some related vlogs that I also sent out when I sent out the December the 1st writing. And those related blogs are things from her past, her much earlier work. And she included them because they explained concepts that we needed to be reminded about. Anyhow, the point of this is to say that she talks about the light with a capital L coming straight from our grand central sun, which is bigger and more powerful than the great, great central sun. And you'll only know about all these different things if you read her writing, because it's like complicated. So she talks about the light coming straight from the grand central sun. And you can think about that grand central sun as being a way, way, way up high or a way, 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 way far out, depending on how you imagine the universe to be constructed. I'm not sure what way to think about that. Anyway, and then she refers to what space scientists call, quote, an extremely rare ultra-high energy particle that they believe traveled to Earth from beyond the Milky Way galaxy, close quote. And, quote, again, the source of these ultra-high energy particles is baffling scientists. This particle is coming from, quote, a region that looks like a local empty space. It is a void where nothing is supposed to exist, close quote. So I hope you're beginning to laugh and to giggle. All they need is an invitation from Rama to come and meet his friend, the plasma field, and there will be no more mystery. But anyway, that'll be a frosty, you know, a frosty Saturday in June when that happens. Anyway, the collective, who are Caroline's friends, they bring up the flash. Same light, different context something to rejoice in. And so is the reminder that all of those who seemingly die in Gaza, Palestine, Ukraine, and anywhere else on the planet are one, being taken up to the ships for healing, or two, being cared for after their transition by the same um, beings who are looking after all of us. And one more time, yet again, listen, everybody, the, the collective remind us that those affected 
will be, quote, given the chance to return in a healed and healthy body if they so desire. End of quote. We are, it's for sure, we are not attending at a picnic in the park, but we, every one of us, are all being helped and watched over. And, of course, we tend to forget that. The collective also remind us to call upon them, quote, see if you can feel our presence is real, for it is. And we are powerfully active on and around the earth now. And then from another place, I got this one. No, we are here and quite real. And I will attest to that for sure, that these spirits are around and very real. So then I have picked up three items from Aurora Ray. I think she's run, I don't know how many pens she's run through lately, but she sent three articles out in three days. And um, the first one came out on December the 4th, and it's called Golden Age Unleashed, ETs, Peace, Love, and Unity for Humanity. This is December the 4th. Um, So each short piece speaks to the relationship of the light, capital L, and the energies I want to mention tonight. I've included only a short quote from each of them, and I'm going to send them out for everybody to read if you haven't found Aurora Ray yourselves. Anyway, the first one, Golden Age Unleashed, ET's Peace, Love, and Unity for Humanity. It describes the future and potential changes and the specific input of the Pleiadians and the Lyrans. The second one, which came out on December the 5th, is called The Unveiling Light, a Paradigm Shift in Cosmic Consciousness. And it's referring to the same light with the capital L forces mentioned above. And this is what I've chosen out of that writing. Originating from a higher consciousness, these forces, meaning the light forces, emanate directly from the source of power, representing a transformative wave sweeping across the vastness of existence. This is precisely what I just described from the Grand Central Sun from Patty Cota Robles' writing. Central to this cosmic narrative is the unity of our galactic family, integral members of the universal community, bound together by the advanced light forces of consciousness. These celestial brothers and sisters are experiencing collective growth. The intricate interplay of these forces not only sustains their unity, but also contributes to the infusion and powerful light on our earth. And then she goes on to, in in the rest of the piece, she describes the amazing work of these uh, special light forces. And then the last one uh, on December the 6th is called Awakening Earth, ETs and the Evolution of Human Consciousness, which is about the role of ETs and the evolution of human consciousness. And I think we've been touching on this topic tonight. So, quote, this transitional period we are currently in is described as a shift into the next dimension, moving humanity into a golden age of peace, harmony, and heightened perception. And Randy mentioned about no no veil anymore, and uh, that's part of, that contributes to our uh, ability to have heightened perception or as uh, Rama would talk, talk about our sitters. ET groups are working tirelessly to awaken humanity 
challenging rigid belief systems and pushing boundaries to elevate global consciousness. Through contact with awakened individuals, they transmit light codes, healing energies, and messages to help activate latent human abilities and upgrade our DNA. So that's to say we have it already in us, um, but they're just going to light the fuse, basically. Their interactions aim to accelerate spiritual development, raise vibrational levels, open blockages, and stimulate advancements that will propel our civilization into an enlightened new era. So that's the end of the quotes. And I, my final comment is this. We all know it's hard to stand outside in the rain without an umbrella, or in the snow for that matter, and know that rain and snow don't last forever, and that the sun shines on everyone and doesn't make choices, as I know somebody else in this group likes to say. At the same time, we have so much to be happy about and grateful for. We know and constantly recall that divine love and divine justice are the only realities here, that smiles go farther than frowns, and that blazing the violet fire is the best solution to everything. And I want to say that tonight's music is also fun. So that concludes my comments, comments for tonight. Next time I won't be quite so long-winded, but I had to cover all of that. <clears throat> I pass the talking stick, Tara. And Rama. <laughs> and Rama. Of course, because it's his turn to talk. Okay. So that's the decide. We were trying to discuss whether we should do the finances before Rama, but I think you just kind of guided us. Everybody wants to hear the report. So how we do that, and then we'll do the finances at the end. Um, okay, so this starts on Monday, the 4th. Um, I went and sat with 17 deer and 14 crows at 10.50 mid-morning. It was chilly. They all said to me, Lord Rama, the energies are as high as cosmic law will allow. As usual, leave the matrix alone. Then I went and sat in the plasma field for an hour and a half. At first, I was sitting on the edge of the pool, and Max Cole, a former New Mexico state senator who faked his death, called me from Taipei, the capital of Taiwan. He said to me, Lord Rama, there are 30 Chinese, Chinese warships in the South China Sea, and they are surrounding American warships there. And there are rainbow-colored dragons in the skies overhead, and everyone in the sea below can see them, the dragons in the sky. They are here to prevent nuclear war. Then Max said, Lord Rama, I have to go. I have an appointment. Then the plasma field said to me, Lord Rama, focus on the geometric patterns in the air. I was immersed in the water of the pool by now. So I focused on the patterns in the air and they opened up into huge mandalas. It felt as though... I became pure particles of light. 
Then I was no longer in the room. I was floating in space close to the supergalactic center, and I could see the various multiverses inside supergalactic center. I heard the voice of the plasma field say, it's time to come back now, Lord Rama. So I found myself back in the pool and saw an hour and a half had passed in no time. The plasma field said to me, Lord Rama, this is how you become immortal. You stay in the oneness. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste blaze away with light. And this is uh Tuesday. And I hope I can read it. Did you, did you do the Iris? No, I, I think there's one on this side of the page first, right? No, it's just the next day. Oh. I received a text message from Darby O'Dell from Glasgow, Scotland. At 11.35 late this morning, he said to me, Lord Rama, the solar flares continue to stay very large. The energies pouring in right now are, con are continuous light waves that come from supergalactic center. As all the messages have been saying, we have one. Leave the matrix alone. It is continuing to burn itself out. Anger and hate do not help ascension. We are in the most auspicious of times. We have moved light years in the last seven days. All the nine realms that surround Earth are here. They are entering our realm to help raise light of the most. They are enter, entering our realm to help raise it up. Stay in. Stay in the high heart. All. This war nonsense will fade away. See you in the light of the most radiant ones. Nom nom mistake. Having a hard time reading the words because our print cartridge is just about gone and I need to really get a black one in order to kind of even continue reading this stuff. And it's fifty about fifty eight dollars. Yes, month. I mean this is. It doesn't make any sense to send away for it because at this Christmas season, it will take a month to get here. So it's in town. It's fifty eight dollars. This is Wednesday. I received a text message from the King of Swords at eleven thirty eight late this morning. He said to me, Lord Rama. There were 23 solar flares today. This is yesterday. As you all, as you are having challenges with the energies and the ascension symptoms, this is why. 
the chaos continued. Meanwhile, I received a message from the nameless ones. They said to me, Mr. KOS, there is a rotating group of 3,000 Tibetan lamas who are chanting and spinning the prayer wheels in the Wisak Valley with us. They are chanting Omadne Padmi Hum. They have been here with us chanting the mantra every day since October 7th. The light has won. In the last seven days, the light waves pouring in have changed this reality. Whatever the dark side does, they have failed. Our biggest task is to remain neutral and remain positive. We know these times are very challenging for you. The starships are everywhere in our skies. Love is the answer. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste, Grace, Fire, Fire. And this is today. Um, I went to Sun Mountain in Santa Fe and climbed up it for a short distance at 10.30, mid-morning. There I was cornered by 25 deer, 10 or so, who were very big bucks with big antlers. And they stood their ground and just let me know, you are the focus of our attention. Yeah, but you had some compost for them. Yeah, I had some compost for them. <laughs> also, there were two very big ravens there sitting low in a tree, low enough for me to see them and them to see me and observe the scenario below. The deer told me intuitively to lay out my crystals and create a Jedi Council. I mean, they were literally waiting for me to kind of do this. <laughs> then I received a call from Tom, the ringtail cat, and Sweet Angelique, the cat. They said to me, Lord Rama, the energies continue to go exponentially higher and higher. The solar flares are getting larger and larger. In the twinkling of an eye, all this samsara will end. We have been saying for many months now the galactic forces will switch off the old matrix and everyone will see our galactic forces in living color. We're already kind of seeing that in Twitter and Facebook and so many other places across the Internet. There will be a signal given. And millions of craft will be seen around planet Earth. You will get a tingling in your Metatronic chip in your crown chakra, Lord Rama. The time is extremely close for this to happen. Each day, the fifth dimension is being anchored more fully on Earth by all of us. As we meditate every day for as little as four minutes or more. This is what Cryon keeps telling us. So we meditate just for four minutes. It creates an exponential link with the quantum field. And like Maharishi has taught us and um, 
so many other folks that did the TM. It's how we change the energies from one of war to one of peace. Transcendental meditation. Yes. We are very close by. See you in the light of the most radiant. Satnam Namaste Brace Violet Fire. And I just wanted to say that um, in the kind of the regular news, not so regular news on Reddit and other mm, platforms on the internet, uh, David Grusich and others who were with Dr. Greer at his um, uh, press conference are pushing harder and harder on members of Congress to release the information about the ET bodies our government has and all the other experiences, both civilian and military, that still have yet to testify, share their stories, bring closure to their experiences and a lot of them are traumatic their families have experienced trauma and right now chuck schumer is dragging his feet with the legislation and uh marco rubio is part of that and some of the other senators and congress critters and you know, whether it's the deep state, the men in black that are threatening them, or I'm not sure yet, as we can call our members of senators and Congress critters. The legislation is about the uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. They want to bring it forward, have David Grusich speak once again, and in depth talk about the various people that have had these experiences they need closure it brings um healing to these experiences and the people that let's say they were subjected to with the various experiences uh some of the things there needs to be criminal investigations and accountability because some of the things happened where people were given orders and if they didn't follow the orders you know what happens there's a bullet with your name on it and i'm serious it's going on right now and and let's keep the circle of support around the ones that we all of them. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, nobody deserves to get a bullet. No. no but that what. is the reality of what is right there in terms of what what is here. And um, like I've been told for many years, there are going to be many members of Congress they're going to be gone. And I don't what know. What does that mean? What that means is they will be held accountable for the light that is pouring in 
and this might sound illogical or crazy, but the light pouring in with what they have done with their own conscious, their egos, whatever experiences they have had, the energies are such that they are not going to be here much longer because they have violated cosmic law. How that plays out, I have no idea. Blades of violet fire. Well, you have some idea. Uh, what I can say about it is that they will do and say certain things that will lead to other experiences and other scenarios, which I have no idea of yet. You know, they are having to deal with their karma and the ramifications of that. And I'm not threatening anyone or making any statements whatsoever in terms of saying that these folks are going to die. What I am saying, though, is that as they are still in that old timeline, of an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, things happen. We don't necessarily have to buy into it, tie into it. Our mission, like what is being said by Patty Cona Robles, Aurora Ray, so many other folks, this is kind of what I tie into what Penny talked about, that we have so little idea of what is surrounding this planet. I mean, only recently we're hearing about the grand central sun, let alone the great central sun or the great, great central sun. And this ties into the stories that are in the Urantia book and how beings of so much wisdom, love, and power, yet it is not power in an unnatural way. It is part of the cycles of how planets, stars, and suns, galaxies form and continue. What is pouring in right now that I see every single day is the light from the sun that is changing our physical bodies. And I mean, I could be in a store, I could be outside, I could be with the deer, I could, you know, just, uh, I'm not sure. But as I tune in, I just see the particles of light pour into my hand from the sun. And I mean, it is like gold, literally, gold dust pouring into my hand from the sun. Everybody can see this. You have to be able to choose to want to see this right now. This is our salvation. And at the same time, it is a message to dark side times up. There's the door. Don't let it hit you on the way out. <laughs> Somebody told Rama that when he was. Oh, never mind. <laughs> a long time ago. Yet, 
what I could say, you know, that I'm experiencing every single day is moments of intense grief and uh, releasing the tears of what is happening right now in the various parts of the planet. And it has to do with the fact that we have allowed these things to happen by not taking our power back with love and holding these folks accountable. And I mean, it sounds illogical. Yeah, you and what army? And it is about the army of God, so to speak, which is all of us using our abilities, our gifts to work with the higher frequencies to change this story right in the moment. And um, in reference to what you said, Randy, I saw that story about a South Carolina senator or Congress critter talking about Nassara and Chisara and Donald Trump. That is completely the wrong information is tied in with things that are so evil, I don't even want to go to. Yet, it is not the right information. That is still floating out there. There are still so many people that are locked into that mindset. That is why things are still going on right now, because we're not on the same page. And it's about working with the energies that are pouring in. Leave the dark side, leave the maya alone. Focus on our ascension and our gifts and abilities. We are being given literally day by day by Patty, by Aurora Ray, by so many other folks, instructions how to use these bodies. We are immortal beings as we want to step into that realm. As we don't want to step into that realm, we can choose to die and go on and maybe go back to, you know, the etheric realms to another planet. This planet is ascending with us or without us. Yet, as we choose to be part of this story right here, right now, we are ascending. And it is a big deal because the light, literally the light from the sun, is asking us to embrace these energies. All we have to do is just let go and embrace it. It is that simple. Allow that energy to envelop you and let all the hate, the war, the bickering, the ideas of who's right, who's wrong, who's got the bead on when the SAR is going to happen, when what is going to happen, let it all go. I mean, <laughs> and just do, do the sadhana. That's an order in a sense. That's what they're telling me, the higher realms. That is how 
I'm able each day to go out and see what I'm seeing and experiencing it. I mean, even though I listen to BBC News and I talk to the White Knights and I hear the other stories that are going on in it, I, I have to. I mean, it's I'm making a conscious choice to stay in that radiant energy. It's it's kind of my sanity, so to speak. And at the same time, it is totally illogical. Like I kind of started when I began. I am seeing the realms shift. And sometimes it looks quite like a cartoon where the psychedelic colors are so bright, so intense. I just have to stop and just embrace the energies and things go back to normal of course i pull the car over if things are really starting to sparkle and tingle and you know i'm looking at my hands and they're getting you know psychedelic colors and then some and then things go back to normal and more and more people are experiencing this it, it is part of us being raised up nothing can stop this all we could do is love it and embrace it and i have to say that uh or i choose to say this is a a very good time to be on the planet it's also quite precarious because there are so many insane things going on because people are losing it right left and center when you get downloaded with energies as patty describes it from worlds beyond worlds beyond worlds what do you do with that when you've been brought up in a so-called uh normal family where you go to church and you do your job, you pay your taxes. And what I'm talking about is so far out there, it's not even discussed. And, you know, it's looked upon as uh, this guy needs some Torazine real quick. We need to lift ourselves up. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Amen. All you need is love, like the Beatles said. <laughs> well, Mina, I know it's your bedtime. Just was thinking maybe if you wanted to share anything before you say goodnight. We would no, have... I'm looking forward to going to bed. I'm looking forward just to lying flat <laughs> down. Uh, because, you know, for some reason, my body is much better at that angle. I was going to read something funny, but I don't know if I already did it. Oh. I don't know if I did or not. Let me find it again. Go for it. Okay. Remind me if I did this again. This is Granny's Funnies. I don't mean to be a Grinch, however. To those of you who are placing Christmas lights, decorations in your, decorations in your yard, would you please avoid anything that has red or blue flashing lights together? 
every time I come around the corner, I think it's the police and I have a panic attack. I have to, I have to break hard, toss my wine out the window, fasten my seatbelt, throw my phone on the floor, turn my radio down and push the gun under the seat all while trying to drive. It's just too much trauma. <laughs> Even for Christmas, thank you for your cooperation and understanding. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'd be that kind yeah. of grandma if I drank, but I don't drink, so. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. It's a good way to end the night. Thank, thank you, Amina. And, and thank you, Rama. Thank you for all you do as well in these precarious times. For all of you. And we Rama. appreciate it. Yeah. Did you say something to Rama, Amina? I was going to, and and for some reason it flew out of my brain, so then I guess it's it's not time to say it yet. <laughs> hey. Well, thank you for sharing that little ditty. That was that was good. Yeah. But when you're all you grannies are out there driving like that and doing all those things, watch out for those red and blue lights. <laughs> and stay safe. Yeah, I see them every day. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was just gonna say, I know we've got to do this uh, the finances. But, um, okay. Good night, everybody. I'm going to bed. Good night, Amina. It's Padme. Good night, Amina. Have a wonderful time sleeping flat. No, Go ahead please. with the finances, and after the finances, then we'll play the music. Yes, we will. Thank you. Thank you for being on your toes, Doug. Uh, okay, so. There's five bills, and they're due imminently. Let's just say that they total $407 altogether. Um, there is $200 coming from the GoFundMe site. There's $333.30. I think that's amazing. Three $333.30 that we have. So that'll be $533.30 uh, when the $200 comes. We'll be paying the $407 out of that. So um, that will leave uh, $123.45 altogether. But um, then we all that that will go toward which means we will uh, need $153.30 to pay the second week of November to BBS Radio. And then there'll be two more weeks, and um, that'll total $555.50. All these numbers that are quadrupled like that. So uh, to be done with November. And uh, then we come to December, and every week it'll be $305. Uh, we've got five Saturdays and five Fridays and four Thursdays this month. So it's a hefty every week. So we are requesting for the highest good of all to be able to catch up uh, and uh, that would mean somebody who has something 
a little bit more than others to help us catch up. And um, I'm just going to say the other thing that gave me so much hope is that we're going to have uh, everybody in the world's going to see the presence of the starships. Yes. And they didn't say, I know that word soon is. Uh, last night we saw the new Jerusalem flashing its lights and going around the star series. We both saw it. I'll yeah. Go. Yep. Right out this big window here. Right out in front of our noses. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, the idea of what we do on our shows is to just do the best we can to help people to become aware that these things are real and they're happening. It is so amazing to be here at this time. And at the same time, it is quite a challenge to stay sane and be able to talk about this in a logical way so that um, it makes some sense. Because it we're we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> and uh how I could best describe it if you see different folks that are different colors and uh they might not look like you yet they do say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everybody, I think it's time to close. I have one thing I'd like to add. Earlier, we were talking about warriors. Now, Angela Hill, she's a UFC fighter whose family are part of the UFO folklore. On September night in 1961, Hill's grandparents, Barney and Betty, believed they were abducted by aliens. And this is what she said. It has always been part of our family history. Mm-hmm. It has always been a fact to us. We know something happened, even if it isn't exactly what has been put out there. She fights with media, everything else, to say that story is not bunk. It is true. So when someone who you know who's in the family goes into the ring and she fights for a living and then fights for the same thing again, that tells you that, you know, the truth is out there. I pass the talking stick. Okay, Randy. Okay, we got to remember one more thing to say. That in order to make a contribution to assist us uh, to continue with these shows at BBS Radio, Please go to Rainbow Round. Go ahead, Rainbow Yes, sorry. <laughs> and then you'll see the, the donate, the word donate in the menu on the right, and just hit yeah. that, and the right page will open up. So Rainbow Roundtable.net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Caroline, you want to call in the music maestro here? Ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Louis Armstrong. 
never felt better in head less. <laughs> Look at the way he grins. You know, when he, when, he, when he smiles, he lights up the entire studio, doesn't he? Yes, I got to get a demo, Daddy. I just want you to know we have a show tomorrow. Starts at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, so you can figure out what time zone you're in. And it goes till 1230 in the morning Mountain Time, so you can figure out time zone. We're going to have wonderful things. We always do it. We get, we get, it's called hard news on Friday nights, but it's, developed into a a really balanced uh uh multiplicity of sharings yes you want to say more about that Ron? just all the various things we shared tonight along with uh, the energies that are coming in to lift us higher yes and there's going to be some uh we not we don't we did, we decide as we go, but there's going to be some speakers that are going to have some fabulous things to share with us as well. Yes. And uh, then on Saturday we have ten hour show, and so it starts at two thirty in the afternoon on Mountain Time. That's four thirty on the Eastern Time. And again, we have some just highly intelligent and um knowledgeable people that are sharing their expertise on what's been going on and all i can say is let's know that peace is coming from inside us all of us let it begin with me and let peace go all over the around the world that's the thing. And one more thing. I got one more thing. And I wanted to share it. And that is that Barack Obama did a like a, a little eulogy, a short one. Because uh, this was on, uh, on Nelson Mandela. It was the 10th anniversary of him going over the rainbow. Um, and that was on... Uh, the fifth today's the seventh so that was on tuesday and this is what obama said he said we will not likely see the likes of your grandfather he's talking to queden uh no queku k-w-e-k-u that is nelson mandela's grandson so obama's speaking to him he's saying you know it will not be we will not likely see the likes of your grandfather again. So it falls to us to, as best as we can, to um, to offer the example that he set and to make decisions not guided by hate, rather by love, to never discount the difference that one person can make to strive for a future that is worthy of his sacrifice. For now, let us pause and give thanks for the fact that Nelson Mandela lived 
a man who took history in his hands and bent the arc of the moral universe toward justice. Thank you for all of you who are still here to let me share this with you tonight. And aloha and satnam. Satnam ji. Aho mitakuyasin. 13 thank yous, honey in the heart, no evil. Live long and prosper, everyone. Tis the season, and we have a reason to be alive. Happy birthday again, Micah. Namaste, everybody. Namaste. 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 Good night, everyone.